Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. An evil brother. A scarecrow. Dead meat. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of Shudder Horror TV exclusive Creep Show and reporting it to you. I am Matt Noss with me at the table, my two best friends in the whole wide world. It's Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Hooray! How are you? So well. Good. It is good to see you both. We are watching episode four, vignette one of Creep Show, an episode called The Companion. It is customary around these parts that we watch anthology horror, a different story every episode. And Matt, tonight is no, no exception. exception. And it is also customary around these parts that we guess what the episode is about based on title alone. We call it The Dark Side Guess. Tonight's episode is called The Companion. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. The Companion. Mariangela Marita worried. She worried about her husband's job. She worried about her parents' health. Lately, however, Mariangela worried about the doll her son Juan brought home from school. The changes in Juan were subtle at first, withdrawn from conversation, short with his sister. Lately, however, the changes were more severe. He had begun wetting the bed, sucking his thumb, and had regressed to a near pre-verbal state, unless the doll was out of sight. Several attempts were made to get rid of the doll, but all failed. Mariangela thought her limit had been reached until her daughter brought home a doll of her own. Whoa! Yes! The Companion. Geraldine is many things to many people. Friend, daughter, housekeeper. But she longs to be more. She longs to be a companion. But all of her previous companions have failed her in some way and suddenly disappeared. So she decides to make a new companion of her own. Ooh. Hello. That's pretty good. That is good. Here's mine. <clears throat> the Companion. In the era of my buddy and my pet monster, there was one toy that was only there out of obligation. The Companion by Mattel. It never sold a single unit, but always was there when an old man dies. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, can you hit us up with them sweet deets? Sweet deets, I can. Uh, this is season one, episode four, vignette one of Shudder's Creep Show. Greg Nicotero presents Shudder exclusive. This aired or was released on October 17th, 2019. Here's the description. A man brings a scarecrow to life with terrifying results. Episode it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's close it's enough. part close of what enough. it's about. Close, yeah, yeah, close enough. Episode was directed by David Bruckner. He is a writer and director best known for VHS, the Amateur Night segment. Uh, also, The Ritual, Southbound, and The Signal. Old Brucker. Old Brucker. He, uh, he actually directed the last episode. Yes, he did. Yeah. That's right. I remember his name. David Bruckner's Final Repose. It's written by Joe R. Lansdale. Joe R. Lansdale is a prolific genre fiction writer who has published hundreds of novels, novellas, novelettes, short stories, chapbooks, comic books, graphic novels, and collections. Vignettes. Chapter houses. <laughs> Buckets. Bar houses. <laughs> Labels. Labels. Labias. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll get back to Joe R. Lansdale, but my my uh, almost five-month-old baby, his favorite thing to read right now 
is the suffocation warning in his pack and play. <laughs> just stare at it for hours. Not hours, but he'll stare at it for a very long time. He really enjoys the letters. But it also makes me feel like he's going to grow up to be like super goth. <laughs> There's warnings everywhere. <laughs> Bella Lugosi's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Joe is arguably most famous for his Bram Stoker Award-nominated novella, Bubba Hotep which became the Bruce Campbell movie of the same name. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. He's also known for the Hap and Leonard crime series. He is also a martial arts instructor. When not doing that, he yes. enjoys long walks on the beach. <laughs> He's so busy. Episode starred Logan Allen as Harry. He was in Sweet Magnolias for TV. Or is that Steel Magnolias? Or is no, it no, it's, it's called Sweet Magnolias. Sweet Magnolias, yeah. Okay. It sounds like a, according to IMDb. Yeah. It sounds like a bra for. Yeah. It's like a first bra. <laughs> yeah, it is. Or, Sweet well, Magnolias. Sweet Magnolias, or it sounds like a feminine hygiene product. Yeah. I'm just saying. Either way. Bernie the Dolphin and Telia in the Kitchen. Dylan Gage played Smitty. He was in Pen 15, Stranger Things. Uh, who was he in Stranger Things? Uh, he was in the first episode of the third season. He looked uh, vaguely familiar. Yeah, he. I don't know. A kid. Okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, he was in Mercy Black, The House with a Clock in Its Walls, This Is Us, Bobcat Goldthwait's Misfits and Monsters. Oh, I'm not familiar with Bobcat Goldthwait's Misfits and Monsters. I'll mm -hmm. have to look at that. I'm yeah. a fan of Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, I like him. Voltaire Council played Billy. <sighs> what a name. Guys, if you're having children, don't name him Voltaire. Don't saddle your kid with Cabaret Voltaire Council. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a lot. The cabinet of Doctor Caligari Voltaire, Voltaire Council. Council. <laughs> Smeagolwitz. <Yeah. laughs> don't don't do it. Voltaire Council played Billy. He appeared in the originals. Turn Washington spies and was Dwight in Shining Armor. Carrie Jones played the Scarecrow. Uh, he has makeup artist credits uh, on Watchmen, Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, Alita Battle Angel, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Suicide Squad, Hateful Eight. Uh, all of these uh, these Greg Nicotero properties, Django, starred as the creature from the Black Lagoon in the short film The United Monster Talent Agency. Ifmo Amlani played Brenner. I'm sure I butchered that, but he is a long-working actor. Uh, many uh, credits to his name, including Miami Vice, The Money Pit, Glory, Forrest Gump, Law & Order, Medea's Family Reunion, Ghost Whisperer, and The Blind Side. And finally, Addison Hershey played Susie. She is known for this episode and The Marks, where a daughter of a pro wrestling legend operates a backyard wrestling organization called Mosh Pit Wrestling Association out of her granny's backyard. That sounds actually uh, super entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cold open this week is a candle being lit by the creep. In honor of Princess Diana. <laughs> right. The, the candle <laughs> in the wind. Yep. Goodbye, England's rose. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a close-up of the creep's face. And then the creep starts reading his own magazine and laughing and credits credits. Um, and ring, I ring, just wrote, ring ring. Uh, hello. Hey, I'm just phoning this in. I just wrote, Krusty visits visits relatives in Annapolis, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> this is very much. I was like, well, hopefully one of these episodes is longer. Yeah. Because <laughs> This just seems like they could have just dumped it to the comic book. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they were like, no, we we screwed ourselves. We have to, yeah. do, <laughs> we have to do it every time. We have to do a vignette with the creep. Uh, just oh. do a couch gag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we blew it last week with the uh, pumpkins. Right. <laughs> do a couch gag. Yeah, just to have the creep run in with the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the credits finish, and we get to see the commercials inside of the Creep Show magazine, oh, which were great. Uh, yes, so we have a Creeposaurus Rex that you can order, uh, seven foot tall monster sized monsters, 
a moving mechanical prehistoric animal hobby kit uh, with a wind-up motor included, which I assume is just a little toy. Just a little servo. Yeah, yeah, just a little dude that walks across the table. And an authentic monkey's Monkey's paw. paw. The... uh, seven foot, foot tall monster sized monsters one was interesting. We were noticing as you look at the ad, it almost looks like it really is like an actual old ad from a magazine. Uh, and they've just replaced the address, the address and the name uh, where you would be sending your order. So I wonder if these are actually real, ads? actually real, real ads. I would love to look through some, uh, some old EC comics. I mean, I know these are clearly lifted from those i wonder how lifted they are so yeah. that'd be interesting mm-hmm. um i loved that the monkey's paw guaranteed three wishes yeah <laughs> the creep show magazine creeps wide open and we get the creep telling you about this week's episode and now boils and ghouls a real barn burner of a tale about a boy's a newfound <laughs> companion one that's, one that's here not here to die on the vine. One that's sure not to die on the vine. One that's one that's one that's one that's sure. One that's sure not to die on the vine. There we go. I hear myself saying it now. Hey, uh, creep! You want to take that again? Uh, yep. uh, one, two, three. One, two, three. Um, <laughs> red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Lips, teeth, <laughs> tip of the tongue. Lips, teeth, tick of the ghoul. Unless you're too much of a scaredy crow, that is. <laughs> All right, we're in it now. The door from the creep show opens wide open. Flop, flop, flop. <laughs> the setting sun silhouettes a boy hunched into himself at the banks of a creek, shoulders slumped as he fishes his bicycle parked above at a nearby wrought iron bridge. Why, my goodness, if it isn't the old underpass fishing hole. <laughs> this, uh, it's Matt just no- where I go to think. Matt noticed, like, this is not where anyone would fish. Well,. This part- I mean, I've fished under a bridge, don't get me wrong, but and that's not a joke, but... Uh, oh, this, I know it's not a joke. Yeah, I know this, your family. We don't make jokes. Not about fishing. Not about fishing under bridges. <laughs> but he was he was lineage. literally fishing in like two inches of water. And like... The, it was like lure, he forgot to throw it into the water. I think, well, I think really, I don't think he was fishing for fish. I think he was fishing for answers. Yeah. Yeah. Why is my life like this? Yeah. Oh, it, it landed on the shore. Yeah, when is, whatever. Uh, when yeah. is Uder, I mean Smitty, coming? <laughs> <laughs> we do get this uh, close-up of Harry, and basically he's marked up more than Post Malone. He's got... He's cut up. He's got scars for days. Yeah. He's got an axe on his neck. Doing some little sniffles. Uh, he, it Bruises seems he on his face. Yeah, he just got out of a fight. Bad fight. And now it's fishing time. But now somebody else is coming, and it is Smitty. Smitty's like, oh, I see your bike. Yeah. Radical. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how, would, he's, how would you describe Smitty, Jen? Uh, he is the youth version of <laughs> Rick Dukeman's character in The Burbs. <laughs> I wrote that he was the definition of a beta male. <laughs> Yeah, well, I said that he's Uder from yeah. yeah, yeah. He's basically like, hey, uh, we got a fat kid we could throw down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and he's wearing, like, khaki pants with, like, a pastel-striped shirt tucked in. It it felt very, um, it felt very uh, Losers Club. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it was like, oh, we're this going one, straight into an episode of It here. This yeah. one felt a lot more 80s. Well, it said 1987. Oh, Perfect. How did I miss that? I didn't see that either. I don't know. Summer 1987 is what the what the little like the little yellow card at the top said because it looked like he was wearing a pair of bass like mm-hmm. <laughs> knit shoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This yeah. Well, and like the brother was wearing the well. We'll get to that, but yeah, there was lots of lots of jean like Lee jean jackets and shit. 
So they're there and they're they're having a conversation because it's obvious to uh, Smitty that Harry's been beat up. Yeah. He's like this was this was a little haunted exposition dumpy. Yeah, because this is this is also this spot seems to be like where he goes to fish and think this might be their their under the bridge hangout because Smitty goes over and like basically just gets some candy out of a lunchbox well, that he and, keeps under the bridge. And nudie mags, don't and, and nudie mags, yeah. And nudie mags. And uh there's there's graffiti all over the walls, you know, with real subtle Nice things about people around town, I would imagine. Murray sucks <laughs> cocks in hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, Smitty is like um, not waiting to shove food in his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is a little Debbie uh, peanut butter snacker. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this lunchbox is full of treats. He fills the 1987 <laughs> buddy role. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, you should move in with me. Harry's like, nah, I couldn't stand your mom. And your grandma. Your old ass grandma. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, I just I just came to get <laughs> some Masi Pan Joy choice. <laughs> Meet iodine. Meet iodine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, see you later. Well, no, he offers he offers again. He's like, Are you? Are you sure? Like you can you can come over and he's like, nah, I'll be I'll be fine. I mean I'll be murdered. I'll be dead and it's because of you. But like go ahead. Go. Okay. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Well, and his parting line is don't eat all the peanut butter cups. <laughs> That's about right. Yep. Don't eat all the peanut butter cups. Them's his daddy's. Peanut butter. <laughs> Peter butter cups. Peabut. Peabut popa. It doesn't take too long after Smitty leaves before. So you start hearing noises in the woods, like thrashing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you start to hear footsteps on the bridge above. And so Harry's looking around a little worried, um, a little, a little freaked out because of all the noises. And then boom comes a bike. Yeah. Crash. So it is his brother Billy throwing his shit around, uh, and has come back to finish uh, finish the job he started when he started beating up Harry. Assume that Harry is constantly beaten by his brother. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and by finish the job, I guess he means murder him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it seems obvious to me that Billy won. Yeah, yes. <laughs> pretty handily. Yeah, there, well, and so um, Harry told. Uh, Smitty, that like he, you know, yeah, he 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 got beat up, but he he gave back a little. Like I think he gave his brother a black eye. Mm-hmm. He did not. Give he did not. Uh, a black Billy eye. is fine. Yeah, Billy is. Uh, he's going to develop a limp in a couple seconds. seconds. But we don't have to talk. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, I just wrote uh, that his brother is a total hesher. <laughs> like he's got a mullet. I mean, granted, both of them have mullets, but uh, he's got a mullet. He's got like a. It's hard to describe He's this got a color Billy of jean from Stranger jacket. Things vibe. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. He's mean. Mm-hmm. He's just mean. Yeah, he's he is. He's really he's mean. the mean older brother that kids reading creep show would have. <laughs> I just wrote Jesus. This whole thing is the Matt Rose story, age eleven to fourteen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I recognize what this is. <laughs> I had my own version of yeah. this. <laughs> and um but like with the fishing and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. it was a l- little <laughs> close to home for you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this is um, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. Um, so I had choose your own adventure books when yeah. I was in uh, uh, second, third grade. Yeah, like Sword of the Samurai. Exactly. Oh, uh, Treasure or Adventure Island. Yeah. and I had them in my desk, and I came back after I was sick or a weekend. And a couple of them were missing. And I know who took them. I don't know who took them. But I believed, I deduced that it was Larry Larry Sapienza. (laughs) Is this the dead meat? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize you were that young. Yeah, yeah. Because I I thought the dead meat story was was you being older. No, no. no. I I was just going to start going... 
dead meat. Dead meat. <laughs> no, no. So I'll, all I did, so I never called him out on it. All I did was follow him around <laughs> the playground and, and under my breath go, dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> And then he went on to make Diablo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fresh meat. Did you ever get the books back? No. No. No, of course not. Lost to time. Sapienza. Fucking Larry Sapienza. Do you ever look people like that up on Facebook? I don't know how to spell Sapienza. I have the same thing. I don't know how to spell. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of, like elementary school friends that I don't know how to spell their name. Um. I have it, my yearbooks, so I could, but I'm just like, nah, I'm good. From elementary school? Do you have yeah. yearbooks? Hmm? Oh, I didn't have them. Now, uh, Harry does the first smart move that he's done all episode. He runs throw a rock away. At his brother. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, runs away, and while he's running away, throws a rock at his brother. Yes, and I think that's what causes the I think he, like I think he might hit um, Billy in the leg, or, or Billy, like, dodges it and... Falls in the river and hurts his knee or whatever. Yeah, I think that's but what there's, happens. There's there's serious limp city going on after this. Because he does fall for like what seems to be no reason. Yeah. So I guess he loses his footing in the river. It can be slippery, man. It really can be. You can really hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. guys, let's remember this is River Safety Awareness Week. <laughs> it is. Have you looked at a river lately? It's a death trap. <laughs> Look before you leap. River Safety Awareness Week. <laughs> Step one, don't leap. There's rocks. Step two, why is this an instructional list? <laughs> Step one, look. <laughs> don't leap. Step three, why isn't this microphone plugged into anything? <laughs> Step four, why are all these people in robes and masks around them? <laughs> Step five. What's a blood sacrifice? <laughs> How do they know I'm a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> and the other friends. <laughs> anyway, enjoy your boat. <laughs> Billy is running. Harry is running. And it becomes nighttime. Well, yeah. Who? I, I, I was kind of curious. On how long this chase had gone, because... This is Larry Sapienza dead meat chase. <laughs> it was a whole school lunch. Dead meat. Dead meat. <laughs> Couldn't hear it. But he knew I was serious. And once again, I mean, every girl that saw this insane third grader <laughs> angrily walking, going, dead meat, with his cherubic face. Just the most harmless human that's ever existed I like in a snot-covered think... cable-knit sweater. <laughs> I like that you think you sounded that way, but you know it was it's like, dead meat! Dead meat! Dead meat! <laughs> to me, it's always sounded that way. It's always sounded that way, <laughs> which in my head is... So cool. <laughs> I mean, top 10 greatest voices of all time. Number one with a bullet. It makes me sad that I can't do that voice. The strain. The, the strain. The strain. It was good. It was oh, good. It was close. Dead Try dead meat. Dead meat. <laughs> dead meat. It's not for girls. <laughs> Neither was I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry finally uh, runs into a graveyard. Of course. Well, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a fence and a sign basically saying, like, keep out, Look, trespassing. keep out of this fence. Now, we're going to leave the lock just open enough so it's sized for a kid. So a kid <laughs> could slip through, through this gate. Yeah. But keep out, okay? <laughs> As a favor to me. <laughs> Because also, I should note, there was a kid murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't come into this child-sized hole. <laughs> so one thing that I thought was funny is that typically when you have a gate, that's because you're going to move things 
through the gate, mm-hmm. such as a truck or car, and there was a cemetery right there. Not a good place for a cemetery. Just no. saying. Not, not really. You know a lot about gates. Uh, Matt, what are three more things that you would have a gate for? Uh, a pool. One. Uh, a laundry room. Two. <laughs> Another pool! <laughs> Three! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Well, we passed by one gravestone. High five. That is Mavis Brenner. And I'm it like, says, I think, loyal wife. Beloved wife. Beloved true wife. companion. Yes. And I'm like, this is important because the camera's been here for 10 seconds. And also, the, the gravestone looks new. The companion. <laughs> he walks by and then he walks to another gate. Right? There's another gate that says uh, no entry? No, no. That was the gate that was the the first thing that he went under and got into the graveyard. Oh, wow. Okay. And so then he's just kind of walking around. And you can, like, every 15 seconds, you see, like, you hear, uh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you this time. Just, hey, man, this time I'm going to kill you. Dead meat. <laughs> I said nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. Also dead meat. Dead meat. Hey, man, hey. where are my fucking choose your own adventure books? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm Matthew Knox. <laughs> my mom said you're dead meat. Please, please, please touch my sweater and get the influenza I have. <laughs> My my sleeves are soggy from my post nasal drip that never fucking ends. Do you have allergies, Matt? I don't know. All I know is that when it gets cold or hot, my nose runs. Dead meat. Dead meat also. Hey, Larry Sloppy. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hello, Larry Sloppy Enza. Dead meat. You are dead meat to me. Might as well just put you on a carcass. You are a carcass. There you are. You're a beached whale. Gotcha. Boom. On fire. Anyway, I'm going to go roll in some pussy. I don't know what pussy you have. I'm a cat. I, don't... I need to know how that book ends. All 36 ways. Anyway, back to the forecastle of the Pequot. <laughs> just, just hopeless. Like, I know that there were, besides girls that I know and Matt knows liked me, yeah. I know that there was girls who liked me that I never knew liked me, and that thought was completely inconceivable to me. Oh, yeah. Like... No, you, no, they wouldn't. Why would they? That's as impossible. a forty-two-year-old man, it's still inconceivable to me. So I that understand. someone could love me. Thanks, man. I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. Man. I, I had a, a a friend ask me out in high school, and I remember I got really mad at him because I was like, "That's a shitty joke." Uh, like, why would you say that? And then he stopped talking to me <laughs> because so I was like, "No, that's stupid." What do you like? And yeah. And I guess he was serious. Sandra. And that gag invented Diablo. So <laughs> wait a minute, was his name Lawrence Sapiens? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Billy is running after his brother Harry, who is now smack dab in the middle of a field. Yeah, it looks like it was a um, a vineyard. Yeah, I couldn't tell exactly. What are those graveyard vineyards? Oh, Vineyard Vines. Mm. Mm. But instead of a whale, it's... It's a corpse. <laughs> oh, yeah, kitties. Um, <laughs> well, we get to see the Scarecrow slash companion for the first time. And Matt asked us specifically to write down what we thought it looked like. I thought he looked like the uh, jaunty, a jaunty version of the snarky droid from Rogue One, who fell in some spaghetti. <laughs> I like it. I just wrote, uh, it was Sid and Marty Crofts, the gentleman scarecrow. Oh, that's great. Yes, absolutely. I wrote, uh, oh, it's walrus mask slash. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. 
And upon seeing the Scarecrow for the first time, we call it an act break, and we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Good evening. Two young people and their companions are missing today after a hike in the Angeles National Forest. There are no clues as to their whereabouts, but authorities say that the two young people, both 20, and their two companions, also 20, set out for a day-long hike sometime yesterday morning. We spoke to the fiancé of one of the young people. I'm scared. I mean... You hear about this happening to young people all the time, but you never expect it to happen to young people that you know, much less their companions. The parents of one of the companions agree. We're praying for our boy. He's a wonderful son. And I'm sure a great companion. We also pray for the two young people. And of course the other companion. Rescue crews have been searching with very few leads. Well, yesterday I saw a lot of companions coming in and out of the forest, but not so many young people. They tend to use the north entrance. We're all baffled. The two young people and their companions, all boys, grew up together attending the same elementary school and sharing the same interest. Tonight, the entire community has responded. I think it's very sad. I mean, I have three young people of my own. I don't know what I would do if I lost even one. And what about the companions? Well, I think that's sad, too. But if you ask me, I think they're the ones responsible for this whole thing. Well, I have known several companions in all my years, and I believe the problem not to be with them, but rather with the young people of today. What are these ribbons for? These yellow ribbons are for the young people to show we care. And these orange ribbons are for the companions. Okay, we, we're getting word now that two hikers have been found. We don't know yet if they were the two young people, the two companions, or one young person and one companion. At the scene is Dane Atkinson. Dane. Yes, Bill. We have official confirmation that they have found one of each. One young person and one companion. That's right. They seem to have been separated from the other matching young person companion set sometime last night. So then somewhere out there is a young person and a companion wandering around together? Or separately. It could be just one young person alone and one companion also alone. I see. Thank you, Dane. And, and we're, we're back. back. It doesn't take long for Harry to see that the Scarecrows has like a felt heart with a cane driven through it. Sword style. And it's like the Wu-Tang sword style. <laughs> He's like, well, I need something to beat my brother to death with. Mind if I borrow this Scarecrow? Well, it should be noted the, uh, also that um, a a cookie box, a cardboard box, blows past him. Yes, um, when he has the the cane, and the scarecrow. I mean, we we said what we thought it looked like. That. I said I did not catch that. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I was like, "Whoa, gun!" Yep, and. The this scarecrow is very much like mostly straw and sticks, mm -hmm. but its face is kind of like a sack. It's a sack with like the jawbone of yeah. uh, javelina. Yeah, who knows? Or a like a buffalo bull, a bull, buffalo bill, a big, a big, <laughs> a big beefy boy, a big. A Big beef boy. A big beef boy. A boy beef. A big, a big beef boy. This episode reminded me of there is a short story written by the guy who wrote Bird Box. Josh uh, Mallerman. Josh, uh, Mallerman. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's on. I think it's on his website, and you can read it. But it's called uh, Your Boy, uh, and it's really good. I think you can read it on his website for free. But it's this guy. Yeah, it's just worth checking out. It's very it's similar to this in a different way. Have I sold it yet? <laughs> you make the call. Anyway, go read a book. Check them out. 
books. Check them out. He pu- he pulls the the cane. cane out. They have a moment where it's like, okay, and then you, you hear, hear Billy, Billy, yeah, screaming, "You're gonna die this time! I'm Get really gonna me. fucking kill you!" And then I wrote, "Like brothers be tripping," you know what I mean? Like, were you ever actually afraid that your brother would kill you? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. okay oh yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> I. I don't know if. I remember a happy little tale um, where my brother was lighting twist ties on fire. Okay. God. Now, I don't know if you've ever lit a twist. I don't know a if you've ever tie. lit a twist tie on fire, but the wax burns and then the it forms a droplet and then all that's left is the wire. Well, and the wire's hot. And the wire's hot. Well, he lit it and the wax formed a droplet and then <laughs> hit my brother's hand. And I made the foolish mistake <laughs> of laughing. Of laughing. Oh God! <laughs> but that's cool because all he did was hold my hand down, light up another one, <laughs> and hold it over my hand, and I still have scars to this oh day. Oh my God! My hand. <clears throat> Don't worry, scars are cool. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brother has a scar in his face. From uh, we were up in Manistee and we were on the beach and my brother kept picking up handfuls of wet sand and throwing it as hard as he could. My brother's seven years older and I was like in third grade. So he was in like at least middle school. So he's just throwing buckshot at my back. And I picked up like this little rock and I was like, if you don't stop it, I'm going to hit you with this. And he picked up a handful of wet sand and threw it at me and I threw the rock as hard as I could meaning to like have it go past his head and have him be like oh he means business and I hit him right in the face. Oh right in the coconut. (laughs) Yeah I hit him right in the chin (laughs) and it like ricocheted off his face and he just kind of like had a zombie face for a while while he was just sitting there kind of slowly rocking back and forth and I could see blood like coming down his face. And so I ran and I hid behind a sand dune. Of course. Of course you did. And my sister just happened to be walking down the beach. And she was like, Chris, Chris, shaking him. Dad, there's something wrong with Chris. And so my dad had to go looking for me. And he's like, what are you doing behind the sand dune? Aww. We've been calling for you for 15 minutes. I was the one. I did it. Chris kept hitting me with sand. Did Chris I, still fuck with you after that? Oh, oh it okay, got yeah. so much worse after yeah. that. Well, he, he tried just, to kill me. Now I'm going to try to kill you. Yeah, he just, he just laid a breadcrumb trail to kick ass down. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I talked to Matt the one on mistake, the phone. You didn't kill me. <laughs> you made one error. <laughs> the first time that I talked to Matt on the phone, I got beat up by my brother oh, while I was talking to him. Yep. We're, like, we're sitting there talking, and then Matt just heard, punch, 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 oof. And then, like, smacking noises. And then he was like, what? what are, you, are you okay? I'll be okay in a minute. <laughs> then I'm I was glad like, my son's an only child. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I know this. I know this too well. <laughs> well, let's get down to it, boppers. Uh, Harry runs into the house. Yeah, and- he, he hears something following him. Crunch, crunch. Uh, and so he starts pleading because he thinks that it's Billy. Uh, he closes the door and then you just hear bam, bam on the door. He kind of backs up and starts pleading with his brother. You know, I'm sorry. I'll get the I'll get the ding taken out. Like, I'll I'll, I'll do whatever. Just please don't hurt me. And then he looks, and the window in the door, he can just see kind of the silhouette, the the silhouette of the scarecrow. And then on the other side of the house, he hears Billy telling him how he's he's really going to get him this time. And when you come home, I'm going to kill you. More banging, and then that's when he starts to see the roots, the, the roots, the vines 
come under the door and start to snake up and go around the handle it's and cool start effect. to turn. The, yeah, really cool. Uh, and this is when he drops the cane and runs, which I thought was stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he starts to run and for some reason he runs upstairs instead of out the other door, but whatever. Um, and his well, I think foot- he still wanted <clears throat> to hide from Billy, maybe? Hmm. I guess so, yeah. Uh, yeah, because he would have been running right towards him. That's a yeah. good point. Uh, so he starts running up the decrepit stairs, and his foot goes through the one stair. The door has now opened, and the scarecrow, you can hear bump, bump, moving closer and closer. And one thing that I liked is that whenever the scarecrow was in silhouette, you saw the purple light behind yes. it. Yeah, that was cool. <clears throat> yeah, so it, it accentuated the the shadow against the wall. And it just kept getting closer and closer. It was it, at this point that I wrote down, Hey, I'm a scarecrow. Where, hey, where are you going? <laughs> so Dead meat. <laughs> he, uh, Harry falls through the stairs down into the basement. A fall that certainly would have broken something. Absolutely. Well, and he landed face first. Yeah. And I just wrote, good stunt. Yeah. Because uh, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> And it doesn't take uh, him too long to get back together and take a look over to the side to see a man missing his, his face, face. Uh, with a shotgun in his lap. Uh, and uh, the thing that I liked least about this was that he was covered in spider webs. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, he's a dusty AF corpse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he, which would be anyone's first instinct, walks over to the faceless corpse uh, and picks up the letter that he left and uh, starts reading it. A suicide note. Uh, and he has a shotgun next to him. Yes. And and he starts reading it quietly. And then I go to the, the class. class. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> he starts reading aloud. And I was very proud of myself. Very good, man. And then it goes into a flashback. Yeah. And uh, so the the farmer starts talking about how he had just lost his wife. Um, Mavis. Mavis. I don't like when people refer to their their husband or wife as my and then insert name. I don't know. Oh, my like, would, Doreen or yeah, something. Yeah, would you yeah. ever would you ever call your husband my Ted or would you ever cause or call your your wife my Catherine? Maybe. I mean, it would be rare and I think every I, time? No way. No, no absolutely <laughs> not. Unless there was another Ted nearby and someone was going to be confused. And you said, like, my Ted. I get that. And I would say, no, uh, my my Ted has the ravioli. Yeah. Right. In I like, a, I like in how a, specific that was. Yeah. In a dinner scenario where... Where you uh, went out with extra Catherines. Where you go out with extra Catherines. And I go, no, my Catherine had the, uh, the Fazoli's. <laughs> what? So in this dinner scenario, <laughs> this restaurant, she is having food brought in from another from restaurant. Correct. Not from this area. Really. Anyway, no, I would not call Catherine my Catherine. I oh, might Catherine my Catherine. Oh, Catherine. <laughs> I would. I would call. I would say that if I was standing on a, on chair. a desk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But I just whenever I hear that. Uh, it always is kind of, I don't know, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's fair. I feel that way when someone refers to someone else as their lover. <laughs> that, I, yeah, that, that's like fingernails on a chalkboard. Yeah. It's gross. Um, so we find out that, uh, that he's, he just lost his wife. Uh, he's he's very lonely. We are fas- flashing back to seven years earlier. Yes. Did we say that this was yes. seven years earlier? I we did not. That's, okay, that's my fault. I'll I'm do sorry. that. Thank you for your apology. Uh, so, <laughs> so he misses her terribly. Uh, he decides to after create... forty years. I I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he decides to create himself a companion, and now, which I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, was it a real you. doll or what? Yeah. <laughs> it's a pile of something to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just a wet hole in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. He was like, no, but making a weirdo stick, man. Yeah, well. Oh, so- I'll still fuck him. <laughs> I just thought it was weird that, like, yeah, he's talking about how he wanted to make himself a companion because he missed his wife. And he made 
a straw man wearing a top hat. Well, he was just so he was, yeah, very lonely. So just started assembling all these pieces. I think it just, I don't think he had a plan. But I think one day M. Night Shyamalan is going to see what I made and make the village. Yeah. (laughs) Fair point. Uh, It was very, this this scarecrow was very the village. Without the bright colors. Without the bright bright colors. Uh, I remember seeing the, the village in the theater and when... The twist happened. I'm not going to spoil it for our listeners. Obviously. <laughs> uh, the eye roll happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. I remember audibly saying, oh, boo. <laughs> boo yeah. Uh When I went and saw it, the people next to us threw up because they were drunk high school kids. <laughs> and they had to come in and they had to put down sawdust. Wow. Yeah. It was like a carnival ride. <sighs> Boo earns. Yep. Boo earns. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So. Um, Have fun, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, this has become his new obsession, making this thing. And so when you, uh, when you work on a farm, you become very handy. Yep. And so he's just pulling all the dead vines and looked like hay also but i didn't mm-hmm. see any hay growing whatever sticks, doesn't matter mud, sticks yeah bones. whatever and so you can see him Jaws. starting to assemble it and i liked this part because there were it was it this was kind of laid out like a comic book <clears throat> where you could see him laying something out in the top corner and then in the middle panel you could see him like assembling things like with twine or whatever and it i, I liked the way that that kind of broke things up where we didn't have to have a full-on montage we could just have it in one screen Mm -hmm. um and then he has it assembled and he has it in the rocking chair that mavis used to sit in he walks outside to i thought well there was one more thing right the the heart oh right 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 so he um he finds in uh, he said it was missing something, so he goes into like Mavis's sewing embroidery drawer, sewing yeah, drawer yeah. or something and pulls out a heart, like a Valentine's heart, heart that, that she made, made him. him, and he puts it in there. Now I thought that he put the scarecrow in the field, and then when he came out that day, the scarecrow was already in the rocking chair because I thought there was a flash to like the post, and that's. Uh. What sort of made him maybe, drop maybe that, I missed cup, that. that cup? Maybe, yeah, maybe I missed that. Because then you see it that it starts to rock yeah. when he walks out, and that's when he drops the cup. Yep. <clears throat> and the vines reach over and pick up the cup and hand it to him. So they're buddies. And his first instinct was not to kill it with fire, but to sit next to it. <laughs> he wanted a companion. And he did. He did. And he built one. Built it with his own two hands. So, but also he should he should have taken a note for himself for his next companion, called "Please don't make jawbone companion." <laughs> please give face. Please, please give face. Give face. Companion face. Hey, can you make talk hole or kill me? <laughs> SOS. <laughs> <laughs> He says that everything was going great. Yeah, for a while it was really nice. Until it didn't. And Mm -hmm. in walks basically a Girl Girl Scout. Scout. The little girl from uh, uh, Frankenstein. Yeah. (laughs) Skip, skip, skip. And then uh, guess what, buddies? This scarecrow just straight murks this guy. (laughs) So uh, my note was... um, Dude senses something amiss. Scarecrow gone. What, bitch can't read? Because she walks right past the do not enter, no trespassing with her cookie box. He is a stickler for the law. He's got, I wish we could have seen the Scarecrow's POV, which would have just been like a vines forming around like RoboCop style, like around his visual. (laughs) Directive three. three. (laughs) Intruder. Everybody who is not his his maker is a crow. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Crows get murdered. Crows get murked. 
Though, John America Crow. Uh, when they first introduced the scarecrow, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a scare. Or there was a crow on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. The girl is now dead. Oh yeah, and I mean it impales her. It it's its hands hand go is through her bloody. body. Yeah. yeah. And then he just casually puts himself back up on the scarecrow crow yeah. post. And like, it's another I did, hard day at work. Uh, yep, I did a good thing. And he goes, he grabs the... Uh, the, the owner. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, the, the owner. Um, we never really got his name, I don't no. think. Uh, he goes and he gets the cane, cane off of the porch, walks over, stabs the companion straight through the heart with the cane, it appears to die, mm-hmm. and that's when he writes down the uh, the suicide note and then blows his face off. And that snaps us back to present day 1987. Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> and we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. At first, it seemed easy. Take the money and drop it from the sky. But they forgot that greed grips the mind like a vice. Turning the simplest dreams to nightmares. I'm going to get you, Bert, you son of a bitch. Now it's personal. They landed in the field of a scarecrow. Just some kind of superstitious things that are used to ward off evil spirits. He just kept coming. Well, let's don't stop it. What are you scared the house, man? Thank you, man. Somebody is trying to scare us out of here. It's a deadly race. In which the hunters and the hunted are destined to become victims. seen scarecrow i have not i god i watched it earlier this year because on sundays when i'm making food for the week mm-hmm. uh that's where shutter comes in yeah and i'll watch some things while i'm uh, i'm making the food and i was just like flipping through shutter and i was like scarecrows i think i remember this from when i was a kid um had you watched it as a kid <clears throat> I th- I was thinking of a different movie. Okay. This movie was definitely not Channel 20 friendly. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that I had seen it on Channel 20. Um, but it does have roads from Day of the Dead, as you saw. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, It was entertaining. Not what I was thinking it was going to be at all. Uh, those, those scarecrows were raised from a satanic family that had the fall. Like it was, it was the weirdest. It's convoluted. Movie. Oh, it was insane because the the whole thing is that there's there's this group of military yep criminals mm-hmm. or something that rob a bank in a plane. Rob a sky and, bank. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and they the the guy that is driving the plane and his daughter are held hostage. Sure. And they all, instead of just landing the plane somewhere, take everybody with them, including the pilot, out of the plane. Like, it is the weirdest, it, it makes no sense. It is all just a a way to get dudes killed by scarecrows. But that being said, if... I like the line have... about them being, like, spiritual protectors or something like mm-hmm. that. Like... What they do is in their name. <laughs> they scare <laughs> They crows. scare crows. They're yeah. in fields for that purpose. <laughs> so dumb. Every line of that was perfectly dumb. I yeah, loved it. It was. It was. It it almost seemed like a trailer from uh uh Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scarecrows, check it out. It's on shutter. Scarecrows. Shutter. Check it out. 
And we're back. It's the third act, and it's super short. Short. So now that we're back to reality, up oh, there, there goes, goes Rabbit. <laughs> I mean, he's got one shot. He's got he's got a <laughs> shotgun now. He's ready to shoot a, a shit. Uh, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yeah. He's got a shotgun. He's got one shot. And he's ready. One opportunity. <laughs> His palms are sweaty. Mom, spaghetti. Knees, knees weak. Arms are heavy. There's spaghetti. Spaghetti. On his sweater already. Mom, spaghetti. And uh, he's like, but you know what? I'm ready for you, Scarecrow and Mrs. King. The Scarecrow comes down the stairs. And he's like, eat crow. No, he says, hey, hey straw, straw dick. dick eat, eat crow. crow. <laughs> Click. A gun doesn't work when it's seven years in a basement. <laughs> well, also, like, dude blew his face off. Shotgun was in his lap. Maybe check to see if there's live ammunition in this shotgun. Yeah, he's a little Probably boy. not. He's a baby boy. He doesn't even know how to check a shotgun. Dead meat. Dead meat. <laughs> he, was, he, he was smart enough to grab the shotgun and say... Hey, straw dick, eat crow. Like, he had a line ready. Yeah. You'd think that with that line, you would have been like, oh, wait, no, okay. Live ammunition. Yeah. Click. Buckshot. Unfortunately, he doesn't, so he just cold cocks the Yeah, he, he, he hits it with the buttstock and then runs up the stairs. Scarecrow is not impressed with this. <clears throat> And the, uh, I keep wanting to say tentacles, but the vines, vines kind of yeah. chase him up the stairs, uh, trip him up, and then it's up the stairs, it's over him. It is about to pierce him like it did the little uh, girl. The little girl. But and he's he like, grabs, wait a minute. He grabs the cane and he puts it in front of him. And uh, I don't know. Scarecrow, the scarecrow recognizes, recognizes the, the cane, cane of his, of yeah. his either the crane that the, the cane that killed him or the <laughs> that was the I think cane it, that I controls think, him. The, yeah. <laughs> because I, he starts to kowtow like a little dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh like so, a companion. So when I saw it, I it almost looked like the the scarecrow realized for a second like shit that was mine had a little clarity because it looked like it was presenting it became, it became submissive to the point like put me out of my misery and that's exactly what harry does he shoves it through the heart scarecrow collapses and he he leaves gets out of the house he's leaving the property he goes under the fence that he that he had come through, and at that point we see a lightning flash, and we see a rather unpleasant smile on Harry's face. Cut to Billy's room. Billy's room, where uh, uh, Harry is grabbing a needle and thread, and he sews Billy into his bed like Willie Nelson's wife did to him once. Oh, really? Yeah. One of his abused wives, uh, he oh, like geez. she sewed a very drunk Willie Nelson into his bed and then beat the shit out of him with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, take that, you high on. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we should now note that this is where the creep show ashtray makes its appearance. appearance. It is on the nightstand of Billy's, Billy's. and so. Billy, uh, or Billy's Harry, all sewed up into his bed, hot yes. pocket style. <laughs> Harry pokes Billy with the cane, and I'm like, "Oh, boy. oh, yeah!" I go. saw the cane, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, and uh, Billy wakes up and says, "Oh, you've come home to get your beating." And Harry says, "No, I've come to get what's owed." And then Billy starts to try to get up and realizes that yes, he is. You know, in a burrito. Mm -hmm. And that's when behind him. And I loved this shot. Yeah. Behind him, we see the purple light and we see the companion in the corner up like kind of by the ceiling. Uh, And then we see the uh, the vines start to come towards Billy. And then he I don't know. 
it starts to go like in his nose and mouth yeah. and eyes. Uh, and we see Harry's face, who's fucking loving this. And then uh, what do we see in the window, Matt? <laughs> it's the creep, baby. Because this is spank bank material. <laughs> the creep did everything short of giving Spuds McKenzie's thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. Like, the, the sunglasses should have slowly come in and it should have said, deal with it. Yeah, it was kind of corny, but it works for but the it's episode. Like, it's like the uh, the old creep show poster with the kid on his bed looking yeah. at the creep show issues and then the creep in the, yeah. the window flying in. Um, what was the thing with the box that that goes by? You guys said that there was like a... Oh, oh it was the box, was, of, was cookies box of cookies. box of cookies from the little girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, it blows past yeah. um, when he's looking at the uh, companion. Okay. That is all there. So that is the vignette. The episode will be returned to next week. But let's go to the writer's room to see if there's anything we would change or if there was questions unaddressed. So so uh, Harry walks out after he kills the companion. And then as he's outside... He gets the idea to go back and go get so, the companion because that was weird. That was a little quick to me. That was confusing. so. When I saw the smile, what it made me think of was that he had already thought of this and pulled the cane out, <clears throat> and so he was going back knowing that this thing was going to come with him. Okay, did he have the cane with him though when he was leaving? Here was my bigger problem. The the guy who owned the farm, you mean in seven fucking years, nobody came looking for this girl. Mm -hmm. Nobody came to this farm. Nobody found him in the basement. Like, oh, I wonder where that guy went. Like, I don't know. That was just, I know it's, it's, it's just. Where are the parents? <laughs> there is two companions and two young people missing. <laughs> But I mean, it was just like that. That is a that is a yeah. It was a tough road to hoe for me. Mm -hmm. um, but oh, nice, uh, see, nice, nice farming. Pat. Very well done. I'm there. Um, caca, and the episode itself, it was fine. I mean, I didn't have a lot of critique about it. I thought this one was kind of thin for me. This is the weakest one of the series so far. Really. Mm -hmm. It definitely okay. feels like a creep show story. It does. Mm -hmm. It's a revenge tale. Yep. Um, it's a twist of fate theater tale, kind of, you know, like mm -hmm. it has all the components, kids making, you know, kids befriending monsters. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I wasn't super into it. Okay. I thought the scarecrow looked, looked really cool. Mm -hmm. um, I thought the episode looked really cool. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just, I felt like it was thin. What'd you think, Manny? No, I, I mean, it was what it was. You know, you, you don't always need a really deep episode or an episode with a lot of exposition. Sometimes you just have a fucking monster that sure. wants to stab people with its branches. Uh, I think I probably liked it a little more than you guys did, mm -hmm. but I might have also identified a little bit more <laughs> with the protagonist than maybe you did. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I wouldn't change too much. There's not, it's so razor thin. No, it's thin. fine. It's just, it's like, oh yeah, there's, that's another story. It's not a story I would come back to. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, give us a, sorry. Maddie, oh, give us a scale. Man. All right, he said oh, it. Okay. So I guess Maddie, uh, you have how to. Many, uh, how many acid wash jean jackets? Six, six and, and a half. half. Oh, wow. Okay, six and a half. Uh, I would have actually given it eight. Okay. Oh, all right. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Instagram and Facebook, TFTDS Pod on Twitter and if you are looking for a way to help the show, just tell somebody that you think would be interested in it about it. And that does more than you could ever imagine. Creep show rolls on, on until the... 
We're over halfway through Creep Show, so we will keep going through it until we reach the final climax, episode six. Yeah, we're halfway through. We're halfway through, baby. And then we get to go back to Monsters. Monsters. Boy, you thought the production value seemed shitty before. (laughs) 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 After watching 12 wonderful episodes of Creep Show. Monsters is just going to look like rags on sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, did I forget anything? Uh, uh, try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. Uh, we forgot this part. Uh, Matty is taking a slight vacation for himself. Well slight. earned. It's just a slight vacation. It's a slight. Uh, so uh, the next couple of weeks, Matty will not be part of the show. Uh, but we wish him a happy and safe return to us Thank here yeah. on the dark side. I will try to listen to the show from the various locations where I will be. I hope and it's not too painful emotionally. It will be. Just, it will be gutting. I will hear someone else, and I will be like, "They replaced me yeah. <laughs> instantly." Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, oh, they've got better chemistry. I'm gone. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm out of here. This two-year experiment is over. <laughs> My trial period has ended. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.